0: Good evening and welcome to the latest episode of the Magic Cast. I am your host Scott Monroe. Welcome to episode two hundred and eighteen. Uh, we are recording a Monday evening UK time. Monday evening, uh, uh, Monday afternoon. Sorry, over the cross uh, over the Atlantic. Uh, we'll be reviewing uh, Roma two frozen only nil. Uh, with me this evening, slash this afternoon, is Joey. How are you?
1: Good. How are you, Scott?
0: Yeah, um, we were talking off pod about would you say ailments with the weather change
1: yeah weather change has gotten to me a little bit a little bit of sore throat a little under the weather i know you uh, were mentioning about some sinus issues sinus issues yeah it's
0: either a cold sinus issues yeah that's probably sinuses because i get like this when the weather starts to change and as we've gone past the green day song wake me up when september, september ends i was hoping yep. you were joking <laughs> yeah after album oh my god when was that 2004 american uh, idiot
1: i believe so i don't quote me i don't remember the exact date it came out but i believe so yeah
0: 19, 19 years oh, I, i'm using a green day reference but yeah i'm st- i'm struggling my mum suffers with sinus issues and she was struggling last week because it's the weather's changed a bit over here in the UK. Even though it's, it we'll probably get a warm October. Um, yeah, the weather changes. It was, it was raining today. Um, second day of October, and we get rain. Joyce, um, but how are you, Joey? Everything okay apart from the ailments?
1: Yeah, of course. Just uh, another Monday, uh, just work. But uh, I'm glad to have a you know a little bit of this break so we can talk. Finally, uh, a victory for Roma when we get into it. So, uh, yeah, all good with me.
0: Yeah, um, that was the last of the four games I watched this weekend. I was going to watch a couple today, but, yeah, just mentally a bit drained, been a bit under the weather. Um, Well, actually, five games because I was at a game myself on Saturday. Um, We WhatsApp each other after every Saturday go, Ah, Swindon are nine games unbeaten in the start of the league two, no losses, and one of four t te- four or five teams left in the football league to be unbeaten. That's Arsenal, Tottenham, Portsmouth, Mansfield, and plucky old Swindon. So I'm so I'm happy.
1: That's the good, Scott. Um, I football always wise. say for you. Yeah, yeah. I always for you. I hope Swindon can one day uh, reach to the Premier League. Again. Again, Again,
0: yeah. Yeah. You've seen me on match of the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but we're here to talk about Ro- Roma 2 Frosinone 0. Um Romelu Lukaku and Lorenzo Pellegrini um, a hard-fought victory. Um, it wasn't pretty at times. X- Roma's xG I think was 0.83. Frosinone looked a a, a, quite a capable team under you, Eusebio D Francesco, they gave Roma some worries. Tuny up front uh, played well and had a good couple of, of, of opportunities, maybe one half chance and one way sort of snatched at it. But overall, uh, a solid performance, probably a workman like win. I saw some criticism online about the performance yesterday, probably from some quarters of the Roma fan base, but for me, it wasn't about the performances, what was needed after the result in general, which was 3 points.
1: Yeah, um, I echo the same thoughts, Scott. Um, Did I care how he played? Maybe a little, uh, but not as much as uh, what everyone should care. To be honest, I didn't care that much about how they played. I just cared about the result. Because Roma coming into this match, not only had the battle frozenone. To me, they had to battle the media, the press themselves. Uh, you know, you know when they say you have to battle the demons, you got to battle yourselves. That's what I feel. That's what I feel. Roma had to do. They had to. They had to fight a lot of people, or going up against, sorry, a lot of, uh, I, let's say, different people, not just frozenone. So we're talking about pressure. We're talking about obviously the crazy Rome journalists, and they needed to come out here and win because if they didn't win. Chaos sort of broke out. They even had uh, Dan Friedkin, uh come to Rome, and I, I don't think he would uh, be there if Roma was, you know, flying high. Let's say um, in this scenario, because he hasn't been there for a little while. I know he has other business. I'm pretty sure he was there because the team was uh, was in pretty bad shape in the media. So um, obviously, you always care a little bit of how they played, but I really, I mean, you hit you hit the nail on the head, Scott. It was a hard-fog victory, not the prettiest. I mean, there are times which kind of scared me. Um, you know, Patricio still always scares me. Um, you know, coming out that ball, and he, there was that open net to be scored on. That over-the-top ball that was kind of volleyed, I think. I think it was Chidira or it might have been somebody else, but Indica looked a little slow and miscommunicated with maybe Cristante. Was that in the second
0: half? Because Chidira came on, didn't he?
1: Um, uh, it was the, no, it was the first half still. So it wasn't it'd be, it'd be, that would be tuny tuny Yes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There was an over the top ball play, but I mean, frozen only didn't look bad for a newly promoted side. Mm. Maybe we didn't play up the. you know, we didn't play, um, as we should, but they didn't look bad at all. But again, we got, uh, I said this, uh, I think it was today or yesterday, we got another quality goal from Lukaku. Again, a goal of quality which I don't think we see uh, some of our other strikers do. Uh, To be quite honest, lovely pass by Dybala, what vision, and then his pinpoint pass Dybala for Pellegrini's uh, basically just a tap-in, essentially. It was so perfect, the goalie had to get back to his net. And it was just perfect for Pellegrini. And it's somebody who needed that goal. He didn't really have a great performance uh, to me, uh, like a, a lot of other guys, but that might do a, a world of good for him. So it wasn't the greatest of game, but it was a hard-fought victory. And I'm glad we keep um, doing something which has bothered me all the last season. We're, we're overperforming our, our XG, and that I think is just down to quality of players. So, um, somebody said on Twitter, Scott, and I've, I've loved the quote ever since I've been taking it since I've seen these, um, these XGs, you know, like Roma having 0.83 and scoring two goals, you know, they're overperforming the, the word football is healing. It was, it's been one of the greatest things I've seen on, on Twitter lately about it where people, you know, are not like Roma is not you know, having four, five, six XG and then scoring just under it. So. Just brilliant, and I'm I'm glad to see that. Just shows in some of the quality players, and you need that some games. You're not going to be perfect every game as a team, and you'll just need individual quality to get this to win. And I thought, especially Lukaku and DiBala, what is two wonderful assists who had a brilliant game. I thought they brought this to the win, and everyone worked hard around them.
0: I will, I will echo these statements. Uh, I will have to say, Brian Cristante was uh, another. Solid performance, deputising as a centre back in a back three. Uh, Rick Carstall played really well. Um, I think he got was it sixty five minutes.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was about it's about that time, and he, yeah, and he. will I will still stand by him him being our our best. Yeah, he's the best wing
0: back, yeah. Yeah. Best yeah. wing back going forwards. I would say Chalek is probably the better wing back defensively, even though his last game he was told, oh yeah, go mark Rafael Leal, try and mark mark him out in the game. Good luck, because you're going to need it, because you're playing against one of the best attackers in world football or Italian football, and just like good luck, because you're up against him and also a marauding Teo Hernandez, so you're going to have to cover Gianluca Mancini as well, so good luck. But I think, yeah, Rick Carswell player, Paredes had a really good game. He broke up a lot in midfield. Um,
1: Much better than Genoa, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think
0: it was more a team performance and you got the, what, another sellout at the Olympico. Um, but there were some things I noticed during the game. Was it to me? Um We can have a, a discussion over this because me, you and Sam brought this up. It looked a bit leggy at times. There were some players probably suffering with fitness issues. I just wondered if you picked this up, pick this up because a lot of players were starting to look a little bit labored with about ten minutes to go.
1: Yeah, yeah, it seemed that way. Um I think it's also part of how much aggression i I think they put a lot of aggression in this game too, but yeah, definitely, and that again, that might be due to preparation before um they need to get those fitness levels up really. Um, at the end, they looked kind of, they they look kind of, obviously they look tired, legged and, uh, I, I don't know why, like I, I didn't have that feeling last year, not this early anyways, I could understand when there were a lot more games played, but it, it's something where I, I think Mourinho knows, but it's, it's something I think they, they hopefully can address, um, in the next few games coming up because, It's, it's going to be chaos with so many games that we have coming. It's just going to be nonstop and they're going to have to, they're going to be, have to be up to par to play a full 90 and give everything. If they want to achieve results, if they want to achieve Champions League, if they want to win things, they're going to have to find a way to figure this out. But yeah, I I did see them kind of tired towards the end.
0: Yeah, I noticed that with with I think after Pellegrini's goal, he went off, which was understandable. I Though I, I thought he was okay. Um, I don't think probably it's just his what second game back after injury, so there is going to be some rustiness. Um, I noticed some things also during during the setup, um, a lot more direct, which was quite good, and I think they probably worked on this because Frosinone decided to press high. right? Both teams pressed high. I was quite impressed with Roma with the press and being a bit more aggressive because I thought they were a bit timid at at Genoa and they got found out and Genoa took them to the cleaners. But yesterday I thought I was very impressed with high press. They won the ball high up in a couple of occasions and also they did well against the press and had to resort to long balls. Sometimes it didn't work uh, because it went straight to the uh, Frosinone back three, then back four, um, when Bresciani came on. But did you notice anything about the the intensity of Roma's performance of high press? They did well to, to break the press because I think with Di Francesco, he's had a really good start to the season. And I think his play, what I saw against Fiorentina, sorry, his coach, with his team's play, they they pressed high in the second half and got the goal, um, and had some chances also in that in that game. But yesterday, they were quite unlucky in a couple of chances, and I think Roma did well just to get be a bit more direct.
1: Yeah, so I noticed yesterday Roma decided to play more of a high press, which was uh, refreshing to see because right? Mourinho teams has known to have a low block and sometimes you know make us into a dull moment and will invite a lot of pressure. Uh, Roma had to make a statement, and I'm glad they were more aggressive. I'm glad they pressed higher, and I'm glad they played a way to get by uh, what Frosinone was doing, which was high-pressing as well. So I'm okay with the long ball. I'm okay with playing direct at times. I know we've criticized uh, Mourinho on this, uh, but I'm okay with it if the other team is pressing high and we need to have a direct route, which is what we did. And I'm also okay with Roma uh, going ahead and pressing high because you win the ball back higher, It leads to more quality chances, which it's something we want to see. And unfortunately, that's just part of modern football. You have to have high intensity and you have to press high. That's just – it's just facts showing that those – those type of teams that press, I, I'm saying normally, I mean, there's certain situations where you can have a low block, invite pressure, you know, not press. Obviously every minute you can due to stamina, but you pick and choose moments and, but you're, you're kind of regarded as a high pressing team. You'll likely have better chances to win if you do it obviously correctly and you have the right amount of players. So in Roma's case, I'm glad Mourinho brought this out. I'm glad Roma showed this and it ultimately was able to win them the game.
0: Yeah, it was um, a different type of performance, wasn't it? I know I said that earlier. But it was quite refreshing to see if he's probably done his homework and got his sort of players to do with that. And you've got those attacking players also out wide because, as I said, uh, Rick Carson had a really good game and he's also, after a probably... A slow, a sluggish 20 minutes defensively. I saw them retreat back a five, five or 10 yards, and you did see those balls over the top like you did see in what the first 15, 20 minutes when Tuny had those two opportunities. Um, when they did decide to play the ball out, why Carstorp was there to make some in- important interceptions. Um, yeah, I think it was just a solid performance. Like the defence at times was a bit ropey. Um, you've got a, a new a new defender who's just come from the Bundesliga, settling in into Serie A. You've got a centre midfielder who's been playing as a box-to-box midfielder and being the best player at the club this season. And then you've got Gianluca Mancini, who's, I so should just say, his idol's Marco Matarazzi and could have been sent off a couple of times this season in recent games. But he's, he's done really well this year and um, has probably been Roma's player of the, of the year to date. Um, but, yeah, and 11 goals in 20 shots conceded this season on target from Rui Patricio, so it's a bit nervy. Um, you noticed that Rui Patricio had a couple of nervy moments. It doesn't fulfill you with confidence at the moment, does it?
1: Never. Uh, at <laughs> the game, he did not fill me with any confidence, confidence Sorry, whatsoever. Him, nor... Uh, Christensen. Either one does nothing. Mm. No confidence when they have the ball or the ball is near them. Nothing. And Patricio showed it again yesterday. Uh, he came out and he misjudged. He, um, he misjudged the ball with, I I, I guess, maybe it was a communication issue with mm. Tita, and they had an open goal. He just hit the side netting. So um, I'm sorry. He he posted, I think it's the worst um I uh, think uh, the worst uh, shots per per goal difference. I forget the actual metric, uh, but it's shot saving he's for goal for goal awesome. against.
0: He's yeah, he's the
1: absolute. He's the absolute bottom yeah. of the league. So it just tells you something. And I don't know how far Roma can go with uh, with with a goalkeeper like him. He's been great his whole career. He's been really solid. I'm not saying he was elite, but he wasn't this bad either. It's just regression and age. It happens. But now we've lost a little bit of solidity in the back. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is where you kind of need a goalkeeper step up, and Patricio hasn't been doing it. So we take a look back before uh, before we go on, Scott. We take a look back at Genoa, and again, you can say maybe you don't blame him for the goals that were scored. They were hard, but some goalies will be able to make one save that should be a goal and that Mm. they save it, we kind of need that, and we haven't seen that at all. Look at – I I thought it was a boring game, but look at Chesney versus Atalaka. Oh, that Lewis
0: Muriel save was outstanding. That got me out of my seat. It was an awful game. I wanted the two hours of my life back when I'm watching it after I met met Matt with my friends. But that save was amazing. I think he pulled off another save not so long after from Cook Miners.
1: Yes, exactly, and and again, these goalies can have their mistakes because Chesney the game before had a howler, which he lost uh, to against
0: Australia. two two against Osuoto, yeah,
1: yeah, a, a couple of weeks ago. But then you come up to you come up to this game, he he basically saved a point for for Juventus, mm. and I'm not saying Patricio to do this, you know, game in game out. That's what makes a goalie elite. But once in a while, you'd like a solid goalkeeper to make a save like this to save you a game. And it just doesn't fill me with confidence that he would do it. I feel Roma, like a type of game yesterday, would have won with about any goalkeeper uh, because they didn't, they really didn't have, the, uh, they might have had a shot on target. I'm not sure, but they didn't really hit the net at all. So the chances they had, they actually missed the net. So that's what I'm saying is, uh, I, I don't have any confidence in Patricio, but unfortunately there's there's like nobody to replace him with. And I don't think they have confidence in Sviar either, take over as number
0: oh, one. So. I do. What I've seen of Svila in the games of last season and uh, the Sheriff Terrace ball game, yeah, it looks looks fine to me. Maybe I, I, I ma- imagine sorry. he'll play yeah. Thursday. I think he'll play yes, Thursday. You yeah.
1: Yes, he will. I, I I think he should get more games, but I'm just trying to feel what they're thinking and I don't know if they have uh, confidence in him to be the starter. That's yeah, what I'm saying. That's understandable. Yeah, it, it's them. He did have some rough moments. The the World Cup, um the World Cup break where we played those uh, those friendlies, he was awful. He was absolutely awful. So I don't know, but he did a lot better towards the end. He, I think he did all right in Sheriff. I mean, we didn't need much of him, but he was there when we needed. So we'll see Thursday. I think he plays, and uh, I know we're not doing a preview, but I'm I'm pretty sure Dibala not playing. there, already said I'm yeah, pretty sure lucky. Yeah, I, see do lucky not wanna
0: see, I do not I do not want to see Dibala, Dybala, Lukaku, and Pellegrini in the starting eleven.
1: No, neither do I. And I, th- I think they kind of know they're not playing. I don't know. I, I look at it as they put so much energy to make sure they win mm. this game and they will rest Thursday. That's how I, And Bilotti yeah. didn't come on on the end, right? And it was Asmu. And asmo cannot play Thursday. So this really, really makes me believe that Belotti will start Thursday with El Shari.
0: Yeah. it so, probably uh, be our. Was,
1: that's right. It was a bit telling yeah. uh, during the end of that game of who would be playing Thursday. So. But going back to Sviar, I'd definitely like to see him more because Patricio's not giving you any confidence at all, and he's not going to get any better, so might as well take a chance on somebody else. That's how I feel about it, and I I think it's my my same feelings. I think you've been wanting to see him for a while.
0: Yeah, um, so Rui Patricio's been dethroned at Portugal level. Uh, Portugal level Scott at uh, international level English Scott uh, by Diego Costa a Porto goalkeeper Um he's the new number one and what I've seen of him he'll be the new Portugal number one for a, a long while to come and it wouldn't surprise me if a Premier League club or someone higher up goes in for him Um I think Patricia made one save yesterday
1: I don't what remember his save, but I, I think so. I'd have to look at the shots on target. I didn't even. Yeah, see I
0: don't it, think yeah. it was on target. It was probably off target because it was going wide. But he still made one save. So he's made one save in two games.
1: Yeah, and he's given up four goals. The four goals on four shots was, to me is just. It's uh, it it hurts. It, it yeah. was hurting to see those numbers.
0: Also, did you see as you you mentioned Juve yesterday? Did you see their XG away at Atalanta?
1: Yeah, awful. Absolutely awful. Zero point one seven. It was barely an XG. Yeah, it was awful. That's appalling. But no, um,
0: but it's good to bounce back after a win because what's that now? Four wins in what was it, no three wins in 15 games? Three in 15, 15, yeah. Four or five overall in probably, what, 20? Because of the uh, Europa League last season at the end?
1: Yeah, that's the total. And again, it's still not great numbers for a team that's striving for uh, Champions League. So um, they obviously got to do better. They know they got to do better in the league um, I think Europe has, has helped us get through of how – I'm not going to say poor, but uh, how um, – what's the right word? I, I don't think poor is the right – excuse me. I don't think poor is the underwhelming, right
0: underwhelming, word. Underwhelming. Yeah, underperforming. Poor, underwhelming.
1: Yeah. Per, underwhelming. performance that we've yeah. had in the league because uh, we've been sixth the last – what is it? Three seasons in a row. I believe so, we did 6. Maybe one year we were 5th. Yeah. But-
0: COVID season we were fifth and we were 7 points off Lazio. Uh 7th, 6th,
1: 6th. Yeah, exactly. The year we made conference league, we were 7th and then in um in Mourinho's two years we were 6 and 6. Exactly. Yeah. So it's been underwhelming. Uh, like they know they have to improve the league table. I you can't always use the excuse of Europa. People use it. I get it. It's a problem because there are so many games. Other coaches been complaining. uh, I think Sari now, now, now Sari ironically is complaining about playing so many games because he has to actually try in a, in a tournament that's not Serie A. So it's, it's funny, but still it's a lot of games. I get it, but they have to, other teams are able to improve in the league. And if you say you want to make four, well, you gotta, you gotta improve.
0: You've got to adapt as well because you're playing. Oh, now because he's in Champions League, like, so they, they play what? Saturday, Tuesday, slash Wednesday, Sunday. And then they've got an international week. And then they'll probably play Saturday, then Tuesday, slash Wednesday, then Sunday, then. Yeah, you play, I think, six games in the last five weeks. Yeah. You play every three days for yeah. for a, a, a majority of it because you get the the first into uh, the first the first midweek round of action also like at the latter part of September and yeah and then you've got another international break so like we said the games are coming thick and fast and at uh, Lazio are perennial slow starters aren't they and then they kick on the form later in the season if they're knocked out of Europe. I think most teams are like that. Like, Look at Fiorentina last season, February time, they were like 13th, got to the Conference League final, got to the Coppa Italia final, and did they finish eighth and then got into the Conference League again because of Juventus?
1: Yeah, they finished eighth, and Juventus got banned from Europe, Europe for a season. Yeah, uh, they made it. but yeah, everyone for sure—it's—it's it's ridiculous. And I'll always go back to Varane being one of the people to complain of how many games are, which I—I uh, I tend to agree with. And you see a lot of less quality performances, and more and more people are complaining. I get it, but this is what you're dealt. So if this is what your objective is, you got to do everything to uh, to get it. And Roma's league table. Last um, since COVID has been appalling to yeah. me as for Roma has been appalling because to finish seventh sixth and six uh, I don't know it's not it's not great uh, for a team like Roma I always think there's always the big three you can never historically enter enter AC and Juve but then after you're always in the battle for fourth fifth and onwards and to always mm. be sixth with two teams above you. I don't like the look of it for, for me, I guess, as a Roma fan. Like, I want them to be there. So hopefully this season with the quality they have and just getting their mind right and seeing how the team responded, hopefully it's, again, we're saying this after every game, it's the start of something that's going to happen. Hopefully now they can go on a run of games. Um, we, we talked last podcast about uh, Mourinho and what was happening and changes to be made. At least a positive from this is the players look to be still wanting to play with Mourinho, uh, him still wanting to be here. Of course, I mean, no manager will say I, I want to leave, but at least the players are showing that he um, he definitely uh, they're definitely playing for him. So I, that's how I felt. So it was it was gr- it was great to see. So um, I'm just glad they continue this run of form.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. And what I want to see now going into the international break and going in afterwards, probably up until the inter game is a bit of continuity and a bit of consistency because like when we record next on Friday or then we do another Syria review of the game against Calgary on Monday and then we've got the international break. I don't want to come on again after a poor performance. I want some continuity. I want some consistency going into the international break because the next two games, are very winnable. Um, survey so at home in the, in the Europa League and Calgary away, who are, who are struggling at the moment. are playing, they're playing Fiorentina now as, as we're recording and their bottom of Serie A. We need to lay down a marker and kick on the season from now because I do not want to come on again and talk about another poor performance where we, we ran. We uh, we rave. I don't want to see another meltdown on social media. Don't want to see just that again this early on in the season. I want to see positivity in the, in the style of play. I want to see wins. I want to see continuity. I want to see consistency. And Roma sticking Ws on the board and not taking cheap owls like they have done this season.
1: Yeah, exactly. Get in a run of games. Keep saying it over and over, uh, keep saying it until they just do it, Scott. It's We're always, you know, a win, draw, loss, maybe two wins. but We're talking about a run, four, five, six, seven wins. They're going to need it, especially with the slow start. So, I mean, this is what we they worked on all summer, was bringing depth and quality to handle two competitions, mm. uh, to be able to play in the Europa League, to be able to play in the league. I know there's injury concerns. I know that's not a fault of anybody besides... Uh, well, I know Pinto's, uh, Renato Sanchez's fault. He, that's what he said. But besides that, there's not really a fault. So it's a matter of hope. hope. There's obviously luck involved. They need to make sure they're help, healthy. And I think it's all going to happen after the international break, at least Sanchez, Smalling, and Yorante will return. And even some of the new guys tend to the great. They got to put in a hand to help the team. So mm. hopefully the segues, because I wanted to ask you, Scott, is um, how did you like Asmoon? Um, Do you like what maybe you see? Maybe I know it's a little too many minutes, but I didn't mind him as that link-up player. I thought he might give something different or extra to the team that we don't have, which is nice to see when Dybala's not there. So um, did you have any thoughts on him?
0: Uh, It was too much of a smaller sample size, if I'm to be honest. I like to see see him given 30 minutes or 40 minutes or a, a little bit longer. It's a shame he can't play in Europe. Because it would have been, a, I think Thursday would have been ideal for him to be given time and minutes on the pitch. Um, but never you know you could see him against Callery. I did forget to say I was very impressed with Eduardo Bove. And it was good to see him play, as we've called it, the puppy dog role <laughs> yeah. in that the team. Dog. The the not the Rottweiler. But the adorable lab puppy role where he would just press high, try to win the ball. I think he gave away like six or seven fouls yesterday. But Asmund, on Asmund, I'd, I'd like to see him give him more minutes. Um, hopefully, he's shown his level of performances in, in training. But it it's a shame that he can't play in Europe. I understand why, because of... FFB. Maybe in the next round,
1: right?
0: Yeah, I think you have to... I think it's new signings you You have to take off. It, it's a shame you can't take off Kumbula or Abraham because there's no chance they'll be playing in Europe this year. But I understand why they can't because of, of the rules and regulations.
1: Um, yeah, exactly. And uh, but Scott, I, I think I could be wrong, but they have to present a new list for the knockouts, which I, yeah. I can't. I think Roma should be first. I believe we'll see them on that list. Okay. Okay. I, I'm not. I'm not certain. I don't know how much the rules and regulations apply um, when it comes to the knockouts. But my hope is we get to see them too on that list. And because we're not going to see Kumbula or Abraham at all, it makes no sense. Mm. Um, so I think we'll see Asmune on that list. Maybe at least him. Uh, Christensen's another case. Maybe if they can add. him. No, I'm not because of how he played. Like we actually have coverage in that position. We do mm-hmm. have striker, but striker were I think we're a little more fragile. Uh, you know, with DiBala, the amount of times he plays, even Lukaku, he couldn't. I mean, he's had injuries in the past, so it, it's better if we can get Asmo. Um, certainly on the list, but going back to him, I liked how he played. I know it's small, but it might be something different that we need, uh, a good link-up player that's a forward. Um, it's nice to see. And we didn't mention him at the beginning, but yeah, shout out to Bove. Not the most technically gifted, but he played that, that puppy dog role, like you mentioned. And this is where it kind of baffled me a bit further is how he didn't come on against Torino, like that type of style to mm. defend the game. So hopefully it's a realization, like he's good at doing that stuff, breaking up play and Not keeping that flow for other teams. And he did that pretty well yesterday. So that's certainly, that's certainly good on him. And he'll be very useful, obviously, for both competitions coming up. And I hope he keeps growing as a player. He'll be very, very, um, he'll be very, very important for us and for Roma if they want to achieve anything.
0: Completely agree. Um, before we wrap this up and me not trying to have a sneezing fit in the next couple of minutes, because during this pod I've stopped myself twice, uh, do you have anything else to add?
1: No, that's it. I think we covered uh, enough and just, like I said, hope we go on that run starting again We have Thursday and then the, the weekend hopefully we can get, uh, shrink some uh, vi- multiple victories together
0: yeah pick up those w's because those cheap owls at the start of the season have cost us dearly um i wanted to do a short pod because both of us are struggling a little bit with that with the ailments with uh across the atlantic with the weather and the change of weather and feeling a little bit worse for wear hopefully we'll be feeling a lot better in the next couple of days but guys you can follow us at themagicast.com you can find all our previous episodes on the website, uh, you can find us on all podcast platforms, so your yeah, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, Podbean, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Joey, thank you so much for joining me on this th- uh, Monday evening.
1: Yeah, thanks so much, Scott. It was uh, nice to talk finally again after another victory. So it was good uh, speaking to you about it.
0: Yeah, we were going to have Imran, uh, but he's been very busy with work. He's uh, he messaged me apologising, and I said it's not the end of the world, Imran. You're more than welcome to come back on. I know you're very busy with your work at the moment, so it's not a problem at all. Let's um, hope it's
1: for a, a win, Scott. I'd love to see Imran on. have oh, a big win!
0: I would have loved to have him on. On would have had to have him on on Friday. I did message him. Last week and fancy coming on Friday. He goes, Oh, I wish I could, pretty much, but he couldn't because he was busy with work. That's when Sam stepped in. But yeah, after a win, um it, it should be good. But no, Joey, thanks again for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure.
1: Thanks thanks again, Scott, and Fort Saroma.
0: Fort Soroma, guys, enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy the football, Champions League. Europa League, Conference, Serie A. I think, yeah, a lot of football this week. And uh, enjoy the football. Ciao. Ciao.